This is a Claire and Gilbert Valleys Council podcast. Welcome to the Clare Valley Podcast. I'm your host, Annabelle Homer. In this episode, it's all about showcasing the region's wine producers. Because the annual Clare Valley Wine Show was held recently with more than 200 people attending. This year's show attracted 43 exhibitors with 469 entries across 23 classes. A total of 302 medals were awarded, including 52 gold. In this episode, you will hear from a few of the trophy winners, Penna Lane, Mitchell Wines and Jim Barry Wines. But first to Stuart Piggott. He's an international wine judge and senior editor of jamessuckling.com, one of the world's most important wine platforms and quite the expert on the world stage when it comes to Riesling. It was a very professional um, group of judges who worked very diligently and without prejudice to find the best wines and to come to an assessment of the overall quality as well as we went along. And I think very important was Stephen Pannell, the chairman of the judges, the things he said at the beginning of the first day about looking for wines with character and individuality wines that didn't taste like they came off a supermarket shelf for a very small sum of money, that they were a good deal more interesting than that. And I think everyone took those comments very much to heart, and that was the spirit we worked in. Tell me about the judging process. You've been here all week, is that right? Yes, it's hard work. Uh, Every time I was thinking, oh, well, we might be at the end of today, then there came the next lot of wine onto the table. Wine tasting sounds like a wonderful job, but when you do it in that intensity, it is incredibly tiring, and at the end of the day, you, you really feel like shit. How is your palate at the end of the day? I have actually less, less problem with what is professionally called palate fatigue than I do with a complete body fatigue. That's, that's what gets me. But, you know, I'm 62 years old, so maybe I'm a bit of an old guffer. So body fatigue is just standing up and drinking? Like, what do you mean? That was the first shock. They expected the judges to stand for the duration. Um, I immediately asked, could I have a stool? Um, It took a day for the high stool to appear. (laughs) Um, That is the only slight omission in the organisation. Everything else was extremely professional. Mitchell Wines won the coveted Chair of Judges Award showcasing individuality and consistency, a major deal for any winemaker in the Clare Valley and a first time for this wine business. The winning wine was their Watervale Riesling from 2002, 2015 and 2022. Mitchell Wines winemaker Hilary Mitchell explains the significance of this award. I think for us, our wines don't usually perform that well in wine shows. We make wines that we focus on generosity and the specific our specific vineyards where and I think the last to be honest the last award dad won was in 1984 at the Adelaide wine show this is a really big deal yeah so but this one in particular isn't about being a particular style or being fitting into a particular category it's about making a really good wine consistently Am I right? It's, it's, it's about um, individuality and consistency. Yeah. And I can't think of a better proof than showing um, the latest vintage of a wine and showing the same 
wine from a vintage 20 years older and uh, one in between and all of those wines being uh, first of all sensationally good but there you're seeing very clearly the family resemblance between them it's not just a chance that something turned out well it is something much much more substantial than that which involves a commitment that goes far beyond what the average wine grower is is trying to do and that longevity comes from being a family winery we've had a very low turnover in staff i'm the youngest person to join the team coming back only seven years ago the vineyards the same vineyard the winemakings the same winemaking we have evolved a little bit but it's I'm, I always feel like I'm quite lucky because between Dad and Simon, I have about 60 years of experience to draw on, <laughs> 40 years from Dad, 20 years from Simon. So mm. it's knowing the vineyard and the site and how it reacts in every different year. So how did you react and how did Dad react when you heard the news? Annabelle, you're the first person I've talked to about it. Mum will be quite shocked because she was very adamant that we never ever win wines at wine shows. And in fact, this morning she told me to tell Stuart when she knew we had no golds, she told me to tell Stuart that she was right. (laughs) Mum's always right. Jane Mitchell's not often wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) So, yeah, we're not going to let her forget this one. (laughs) (laughs) So with an award like this, what does it mean for a winemaker moving forward though, with that under your belt? Where do you go from here? I think it's just encouraging that what we do is recognised because we don't seek out accolades. We don't enter a lot of wine shows. We um, prefer the wines to speak for themselves, I suppose. um, But it is nice though, isn't it? (laughs) It is nice. (laughs) It's nice that someone recognises the fact that that's how we make wine, that it's not to win a wine show, it's to show the best of the vineyard. A couple of wineries that swept the trophy floor. Penna Lane took out four trophies, one being the all-important Jim Barry Trophy for the best wine of show for its 2022 Waterval Riesling. Managing Director Peter Trelaw was thrilled with the win, and the bragging rights. Best wine and show is definitely the yes, the most significant award. It covers obviously the whole gamut of wine shown through the show. So yeah, it's fantastic to win. Has in fact I didn't know I won it because I was out getting a photograph and I got a trophy thrown at me and I said, well, what's this for? So um, I was very excited to get it. So how long have you been involved in the industry? Tell me a little uh, bit about Penelope. A Penelane. long time. Well uh. Penelope was I, I was in Clare in nineteen eighty four. We bought a place up here with our bank cards. We leased a place in 1984, three of us, and we set up a place just out of Clare, and we kept that going for some years, and then we moved it to the Barossa, and I drifted off and did other things with my life. But I bought back into Clare in 2009, so we've been at Penelane since 2009. For the primary reason is that I love Riesling, and um, I took some investors into buying the property, even though the property didn't have any Riesling on the property. Oh, doesn't it? No. <laughs> So we've, we, we've got two great growers who, who, in fact, we were just about to plant our own Riesling, but we had great Cabernet and Shiraz and Simeon. But Anthony Kerner and Derry Honey, two great growers who I've worked with, for, I've known for a long time and have worked with the last 11 years, and uh, you know, we've had a great partnership. 
So being in the industry for some time, this is not your first rodeo. You've probably no, entered no, a lot no, of no, award no. wine shows in the past. Yeah. So where does this stack up? Oh, I love I love the regional shows. I think that that's it's it's like going to your country show at home. It's just fantastic. You're competing against your, your mates and your neighbours, uh, and it's, it's bragging rights for the year. Uh, it's it's a lot of friendly backslapping and banter. But there's also, everyone has a bit competitive, and there's a lot of competitive guys in the wine business. So we always like to have one up on each other. But 14 gold medals in, in a class like Riesling is, is fantastic f- for Riesling. I mean, um, Adelaide Wine Show, there was five, five wines that got gold. So um, This year? Yeah, yeah. So you've had a good year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got gold for our water vale in, in Adelaide. But 14 out of Clare, with, with a you know, international judging panel, it's a great effort. So it's, it's great for Clare. And I guess it's good promotion too. I mean, you know, even though everyone will probably know Panelaine already, but you know, I remember when Naked Run won a few years yes. ago, I wasn't truly familiar with their wines, but it definitely put it on the map for yeah. me. Well, so. a guy from Sir Law just rang me 10 minutes ago and he said, he's, he said, what the hell's going on? I'm really, really busy. I said, well... <laughs> Oh, really? Things, People are... Things have happened already. So, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So, that's immediate. Like, it that's is. the best well, promotion it, it, you could possibly it's, have. It's the locals. They're getting in early. Yeah. So they want their local discount as well. So... Uh, <laughs> With this award under your belt and, and moving forward, what's the next step for Penelane? Well, I was supposed to retire. I'm 65 or 60, 65, I think. But I, I, I've got nothing to do when I retire, so I may as well keep working. No, it's, it's, it's something I enjoy. I love Riesling. It's, it's, it's a passion of mine. I love making it. I love drinking it. I love the whole story around it. I'm happy to keep going. It keeps me out of the house and uh, keeps me busy. And I, I love Clare. Clare as a region is just one of the beautiful places of Australia. Well, congratulations. Wonderful achievement and best bragging rights <laughs> for the rest yeah, of yeah, 2022 yeah. and right. into yeah. 2023. It, yes, the gloss goes off very quickly. <laughs> well, I'm going to get my hands on some penalana. I might as well join the queue. Join the queue. <laughs> In fact, if you're quick, there's a bottle on the table. Okay, I'll go now. And joining Penelane with the bragging rights is Jim Barry Wines winning six trophies. The business's brand ambassador, Olivia Barry, says it's their biggest year ever. This is the biggest year we've had. We've won 17 golds and six trophies, which is we're all just kind of in shock with everything. We've got quite a big winemaking team and viticultural team and we normally um, have a couple of tables here and even when they were saying Jim Barry, we're all just like, who wants to go up? Like 2022 is probably one of the best years that we've ever had. You know, the last two years were a bit, the tonnage wasn't really there because of all the drought, but this year we had the biggest tonnage we've ever had and the Riesling was just showing a really, really good form. So we're really excited about this year. Chloe Claire also got an award? Yeah, so I don't know how many golds Chloe Claire got, but we did get an award for the Best Exhibitor Riesling of Show for a 2012, which was one of the first um, vintages that my brother Tom made for Chloe Claire. So that was really exciting for us. What does it mean winning so many awards at a local level? I mean, it's a massive honour for us um, just to be, you know, be against so many amazing wineries and amazing Riesling producers. You've got Penelane, Killer Canone, Pikes, Paulettes, and the fact that we were able to get the trophy and get a gold with them. It was just, it's a real honour to be a part of the, what an amazing community we're, we're a part of. I should also mention, Claude Claire also won the Best Small Producer Trophy. Congratulations to all the other trophy winners, Pikes Wines, Paulettes, Riley's, Crabtree, Anthony Kerner, and Leo Buring. 
For a full list of all the award winners, head to clairevalleywine.com.au. I hope you enjoyed this episode, providing a snapshot into this year's annual Clare Valley Wine Show, showcasing the talent of the region's grape growers and winemakers. Since you've listened to this episode, stick around and listen to episodes featuring some engaging interviews with the candidates in the upcoming Clare and Gilbert Valleys Council elections. Ten candidates are vying for nine positions on council and three candidates for mayor. It's the first mayoral challenge in 13 years. Your ballot paper needs to be posted by November 3rd as voting closes on November 10th. These interviews reveal each person's story, what they hope to achieve on council if elected and their reason to represent their community in the first place. Only 30 to 40% of the Clare and Gilbert Valley's community vote in council elections. So let's try and increase that number. This podcast is supported by the Clare and Gilbert Valley's Council. I'll catch you next time.